what is up we are back again for another wandering freelancer podcast today is february 28th 2023 tomorrow is my birthday march 1st i was born in 1982 so i'll be 41 years old i really it's it's kind of uh getting the over the hill moment for me realizing that I'm freaking old anyways I thought I would come back and play another one of our show tech show podcast this one was actually re- recorded and live streamed back on March 1st 2015 so it's actually done on my birthday hmm pretty cool and interesting how it's still up there on the internet Anyways, this is uh, where me, Scott, and Richard, we discuss uh, how to get paid in this industry. And probably also do some rambling on as well, but very interesting. So let's take a listen. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for another Show Tech Show. Tonight is March 1st, 2015. We had a hell of a pre-show. Sorry about that, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to you, though, my friend. Thanks a lot, Thank man. you for being out here and yeah. uh, joining us. Go ahead and put yourself on the camera so All we can right. see yeah, your smile and yeah, That's my birthday. I'm turning 33 years old. 32 no, years young. Ladies, so, uh, if any uh, um, eligible bachelorettes in the so, audience hey. watching us tonight. Hello, hello. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to be talking about how to get paid in this industry. If you're a show techie, if you're a part-time or freelancer, full-time wannabe, we're going to give you some great tips on make sure how that paycheck comes into your bank account. Also, later on the show, talk about some things you might want to watch out for, some scams to avoid. I think we've all got something to say about those. Do we have scams? Uh, I'm sure I've got a few on deck. Scamalicious. AMS. Also, we've got a new segment tonight, uh, the job board. Some uh, interesting look around the jobs that are up for grabs out there in the industry in the local region as well as around the country. I'm excited to bring that one to you guys. I think it's going to be a useful thing coming up. Uh, but first, we're going to take a look around the news this week in a little segment we like to call Next. 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 You know what? Before we jump right into the next segment, let's. Uh, how's everybody doing? <laughs> let's, let's, let's take a little breather. That, that, yeah, the, it's this is like too upbeat for me. I need a break. Like we we basically started, you know, from I don't know why that dissolved. So we basically started like we're ready, we're set. Like I, I came here, like, I came out here at six o'clock, okay. ready to go. You know, and I was programming yeah, you got all my stuff early you know, just so I can get a, a good. Because the last two weeks I've had little screw ups with this and everything. So I basically came here and I was like, you know, I'm gonna. Set my shortcut keys, make this a little bit easier so I can mess around with. And, you know, the program crashed yeah. like 20 minutes before we go <laughs> and on. And then it and just I, all went downhill. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm trying to get everything back together and stuff like that, get my shortcut keys. So luckily we're kind of getting back to normal. Uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a decent watchable show at this point. Uh, it seems to be... <laughs> 
Seems to be working. Well, at least we're still streaming and recording. We're technically streaming. Oh, that's another wonderful thing. Yeah. If the software works, if the computer system doesn't completely self-destruct, the internet here has been kind of crappy lately, so we don't know what we're going to get. So, so I'm actually watching the, uh, yeah, I'm watching the stream connection right now, constantly make sure that we're still good to go. Oh, uh, so eagle we are, we are. eye, watching the stream link. Okay, that's good. Yeah, we've supposedly got fiber optic connection coming to the studio here on Monday, but uh, that comes through AT&T. And we all know how great AT&T is. Yay! Wow. I think That's can... my best solution. We'll talk about net neutrality later on in the next segment. I think but, we can oh guarantee that AT&T is not going to be sponsoring this right now. Oh, no, no, no. AT&T and Lone Star have a long and ugly relationship. They have always been the bane of my existence. Unfortunately, as things often go in the internet service provider industry, they are my only lifeline out here in Roanoke, except for the wonderful wireless internet provider I've been using for the longest time, who doesn't seem to know how their own equipment works. So therefore, we were forced to go to AT&T. Luckily, though, I found a great provider called DSL Extreme. They're a uh, California-based company, I believe, and they actually buy the AT&T bandwidth bulk and resell it to me cheaper and with no bandwidth limitations, which is nice because AT&T is a piece of crap. Don't mind saying so. Uh, anyway, like I said, more on the whole FCC net neutrality decision later and what that means for our good friends out at Ma Bell. But uh, up next, we're going to be in the next segment. You don't have to do the bumper again because okay. we already, yeah. I, t I took away the loop. So Did you fix the loop? Yeah, I did. You might want to fix that for the rest of the bumpers in the show, just yeah. as a little heads up. Uh, so I'll start off with one of my stories just to give Jordan a little time to work the board there. But uh, weather, wow, we've had some crazy weather up here in North Texas lately. Been it's insane. been snowing. I mean, uh, just the fact that we get anything below 90 degrees is pretty much insane. But it's been a uh, protracted uh, long bit of ice and snow and wintry mix. And we're in a little bit of a down period now. But I hear we've got some more coming. So it, it, was, it was so bad. I had a hazer in the show that I was uh, teching this past week. And it was out in my warehouse, which has no heat. Uh, uh -oh. Took it out there, plugged it in, turned it on. The haze shot up and then went straight down to the floor. <laughs> Low-lying <laughs> fog everywhere. I'm like, well, that's not very, uh, just shoot some lasers at it. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> we still proceeded to set off the fire alarm in the building. <laughs> of course. Although we the figured smoke out couldn't the, make it above two feet off the ground. Let's call the department. We figured out that the Dallas Fire Department, while as experienced as they are, has a 14-minute response time to Fair Park. So do not cause the a real fire. You know. uh, well, I wanted to use the uh, weather story to, yeah, just as an uh, opportunity to talk to you gents, maybe start the show off at a little bit slower pace. What's the craziest weather you've ever had to deal with in a show production situation? Oh God! Um, I know there's got to be some good war stories out there. What have you guys well for put up with? For me, uh, I did a lot of shows up in Rhode Island, and uh, one of the one of the theaters that we worked at, the Sandra Feinstein Gam Theater, now called the Gam Theater, back in the day that I was there, it was in a garage. Hey man, everybody starts somewhere. It's in a garage. Microsoft, read yeah. your Bible. That heater worked so great. No, no. <laughs> I bet your heater worked better than our conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> so Texas. So it was always a crapshoot up there whether whether the show was going to happen or not, depending on how cold it got. Because mm. if it got below like twenty degrees, your haze just became fog. Or oh, mm. There was no use in even going there. You were yeah. going to freeze your 
God, yeah. Those off, yeah. <laughs> I worked at Geek and News when I first got started. Um, I guess it's not uncommon, really, because it wasn't a bad station. But um, so all the transmitter equipment in Texas has to be kept in almost sub-Arctic conditions to keep those big, heavy, high-voltage mm -hmm. systems running without a without a kink. That's and why you see the uh, the big containers of liquid nitrogen. Yeah, these people took the air conditioning system seriously. Unfortunately, they also put their video edit bays in the transmitter room. Which yes. Meant when I went in to go edit the morning news at 2 a.m. in the morning, I had to do so in winter gear because it was all of 30 degrees inside that building. Ridiculous. But uh, that's my only real cold story I think I have. The other thing I wanted to talk about was I think we did a South by Southwest a few years back. In the driving rain, we did the setup. I think the whole show was uh, Video World lived in a trailer out in the back lot of some uh, music gig we were shooting. But man, like we were running cables and standing water, like basically floating the video lines across to the venue. It was horrible. Like it was, it was full on drowned rat conditions. And I, I just didn't think that was even safe or prudent, but we made it happen. All three of us did a Johnny High show a few years back. And if you remember, we had that big storm. Oh, yeah. That happened during the middle. Is that the tornado like all the, Well, we had we had the ice. We had HDMC1 was sitting out in an ice HDMC bowl yeah. through, through the whole thing. Uh, all of those HDMI lines mm. froze. And that's why he was having all that problem. The where's, problem with... Where's all this dropout coming? What? What do you think it is? What do you? Well, you kind of cracked three wires, buddy. <laughs> it's a, it takes it to a whole new level when you like you can have your S really together, but when you take it to those kind of extreme weather conditions, you really have to do yeah. some next and level engineering. To down make it here happen. in Texas, none of us are used to that. No, yeah, yeah, we totally. No, I, mean, I mean, it's pretty uh, desert-like conditions most. I mean, you not go, even desert-like. It's just generally go, temperate. You go to Providence, you go to Cleveland, Vancouver, any of these places, they're used to it. They, they figure out ways to make this. We come rolling in, and all heck is breaking loose. You can hear the banjo music. Did they play banjo music when we show up? <laughs> I, was, I, was I always have it go in my head 24-7. Well, it looks like you boys are going to need a video show. Let me, oh, I, thought, I thought it was more along the lines of like some sort of Confederate music. But <laughs> it's a little... Uh, <laughs> oh my. All right, so that's enough about the weather this week. I'll, I'll go ahead and call it, uh, Jordan, if you're ready for the whole next. Call it. Call next. it. Oh, audible Call sigh. it. What a jackass. It's like every week. I love it. Yeah. Okay, we said that you were going to get away with it until yeah. this week. Yep. All right. So uh, next up in the news segment... Um, Jordan, tell us about the Alexa Mini. Okay. Do you have um, that one teed up for us? Yeah, hold on. There, my mic's back on. I'm sorry. I was working on numerous things. Somebody in the chat said the audio is a little low, so I'm trying to work on that while queuing other things at the same time. So, um, yeah, Scott's getting mad at me right now. Scott's looking at me deathly, like right now. Yeah, the the, the new Alexa. Um, it, it's so it's interesting. It's a Did new you come undone camera. That it's very compact, lightweight, but it's really kick ass. Do you have a picture of it, Jordan? Yes. Yeah, sorry, I'm doing multiple things at one time here. Give me a freaking We're giving break. this guy a beating for his birthday. It's so awesome. Happy birthday, Jordan. Oh, look birthday. at that. Hello, little guy. It, it looks like a How red, you doing? Um, camera and stuff like that. So it's uh, pretty kick ass, if you agree with that. Wireless? Um, very versatile. It, I see it's got a dongle. 
Yeah, it's got a dongle. Is yeah, it? so it has like a solid titanium. Um, I'm just reading some new stuff on their website right now as we're doing this. Uh, come on. It's a good television. ProRes right? up to 200 frames per second. Wow. ProRes, so you're talking um, 1080p? Uncompressed. Uncompressed use, yeah. Um, 200 frames, 1080p. I think it's 1080p. Um, it does their uncompressed raw file of up to 30 frames per second. Cool. Um, it shows some pictures. What is its send speed wireless? I don't know. I'm trying to look on that right now. What's the f-stop on that lens we're looking at? I don't know. <laughs> what's, what's the weight of the camera body? I just get like totally. Tell me about like, the battery accessories. I'm trying to find tech specs. But is it <laughs> carbon fiber based or is it's, it metal? It's all this new like how people do their websites now is like <laughs> where we have to scroll down like for a mile. Okay, put me back on camera. Put me back on camera. Just in order to read something like that. So but instead of reading ahead of time, you. Jordan decided to give us a story that he was going to put a picture of a camera on the it's screen. It's my birthday. And then, <laughs> okay, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. You're good. I'm going to give you the next. picture on the screen of something I know nothing about. Okay, right. Enix okay, going to read the website as fast as I can. It says here it's a great deal and you it's should a, buy me. Yeah, it's a camera. So, so, they accept yeah. credit cards. Good looking little camera. I'm sure we'll hear more about it in the future. Yeah. Thank you very much for that very informative segment. Next! Next! Oh, okay. My. Continue on. Uh, um, let me just check my notes. Uh, so I want to talk about MLB Advanced Media. Uh, this is the Major League Baseball streaming unit that does all their online uh, streaming video distribution. Uh, they've exceeded their mandate. They have gotten so big and popular, they're actually spinning off into their own business unit. They're no longer going to be a, uh, a sub-business of the... Uh, I pay for it. It'll be online. Yeah, a lot of people do. If you're, uh, especially the uh, cord cutters out there who might be fans of the Lone Star, but uh, people I'm in a general. Yeah, you huge know. baseball fan. Uh, I pay for it every year. How MLB crazy. TV is, is... And it's great because I could be at shows, watch it on my phone, watch it on my iPad. And I think that's probably uh, a big story this year is uh, streaming media has really come into its own. I know you probably hear that every year from streaming media interests like ours. But uh, with the FCC decision that we're going to talk about in a little bit and then uh, stories like this, uh, streaming TV is no longer a niche product. It's now something that's uh, really come into its own. Well, it's like there's the WWE Network that they're streaming on different Apple devices and um I, you know, the Xbox and stuff like that. Um, it's like done through there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think that uh, more and more we're seeing that uh, traditional over-the-air and cable-delivered broadcast television is just. I, uh, it's getting to that point, though. Like, like, I, I got annoyed the other day with CBS. Really? Yeah. You're such a calm, yeah. cool fella. Yeah, I know. I went on my phone, my iPhone, <laughs> to watch. Survivor from the other night, the, the opening Survivor. And uh, because I'm with Time Warner Cable, they wanted me to pay an extra amount of money to watch Survivor on my phone. Now, I could go into my other room and watch it on my Mac in, in, my, in my other bedroom, but they wanted me to pay extra to watch it on my phone. Well, uh, CBS, CBS, you suck. <laughs> there you go. You suck. Yeah, who is that? Is that CBS or is that Time Warner? It's CBS is doing okay. it. It's not Time Warner. And the fight between CBS and Time Warner has gotten so bad that that 
uh, you can't even log on to CBS if you, when, when they were having their negotiation fight, you couldn't even log into CBS.com if you were using Time Warner Cable. <laughs> Which, that will delve into the FCC regulations later on because it will no longer be legal to block. I can't imagine that was ever even legal. I mean, yeah, there, there's a, a lot of that mess. And uh, I think that the old media days are behind us now officially. We're moving into the 21st century in a serious way. And Lord, I cannot wait because it's getting ridiculous. So uh, next. Oh, Thank you. Fast one. Wow. What? <laughs> I love no, the, no, Whoa! No, it's like the, ne the next things are not playing. So I'm, hit, I'm, hitting, uh, like, I'm hitting the cut transition, but they're not playing. There's you probably... are the best engineer I think we've ever Thank had you. here. Thank you. Let me do a little on-air troubleshooting with friend Jordan. If you right-click on that bumper, yeah. one of the options in the uh, playback section says remember position. Okay. Uncheck that. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <clears throat> Where do we find these people? <laughs> they like, it's like, we next. had this. This was all. Yeah. Next. Next. Hey. This was all teed up. I got to tell them. And the, the software crashing just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. CBS and AT&T probably not going to be sponsors anytime in the near future. Thanks, jackass. <laughs> That's fine with me, honestly. I mean, not that I don't Gosh. love millions of dollars, but I wouldn't allow people like that to sponsor on this network. It's, it's uh, one thing I do pledge going for as our... That Bar Harbor will become one yes. of our sponsors. The Bar Harbor Brewing Company. You're welcome to broadcast on our, on our station anytime. But yeah, we're not going to allow, <laughs> no matter how deep their pockets are, I'm not going to allow people that we don't believe in at some level to uh, advertise. Crappy products are crappy products. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm not going to I'm not gonna besmirch my name by pushing some garbage like AT&T or uh, the corporate broadcasting system. Well, so the next thank story... Thank you for uh, having a spine. That's hey, what um, I do. I just I just like to point out that that camera the um, whoever asked for the weight it's five pounds five pounds on the yeah. Alexa Mini look at look five. for it coming out uh, when is it did you tell us what the housing was made out of five. no yeah you didn't know it was like you, you have to come back on that right? was it oh we will yeah it was a, okay. like a how about the speed of the wireless strength, aluminum rods yeah oh. come back <laughs> yeah <Wow. All> right <laughs> bye oh my god. You all sound high. What the I don't hell, know. Man. Like the, what the hell like, type of show are you like running here? Aluminum rods. I, I'm not touching the board, and it's all of a sudden just fluctuating in loudness. Hmm. Well, so we'll take investments. I don't know investments for the show. Yeah, later. right. Yeah, this is. Yeah, we'll talk about the sponsorship opportunities coming up later. Yeah. So please, anyway, now please donate because we need about four thousand dollars for well, new shit, computers please. because the one that he made sucks. Reach into your pocket and, and give deeply. <laughs> So now that all of our credibility is completely shot, let's talk about this net neutrality decision that came down this week. Isn't that awesome? I'm kind of a fan. I've been getting a lot of uh, requests to give me my feedback on uh, this issue. And uh, I, I would say there's pros and there's cons, for sure. There's, well, there's uh, pros and cons to everything, but tell us what you think. My thoughts are that this is a necessary evil. Yes. H having, having the government involved in regulating the cable monopolies that decide what the state of the American internet is. We have to do that. It's going to open up a can of worms because now the FCC is totally allowed to regulate the internet. That's not good. That's a bad thing. 
That means uh, your free speech is never going to be free again. That means they can decide uh, what is uh, salient, what can, what, what's allowed to pass along the public internet again. They, they've, it means they've, no more porn. Possibly. Uh, yeah. they, they've discovered a way to insert themselves into the conversation once again using a piece of congressional legislation that was passed in 1934. That is what is regulating the global internet in the United States of America at this time. Um, it's good because now we don't have... What year was that? 34. Telecommunications Act 34. The, the idea is that... Uh, Did you know the internet wasn't around then? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Wow! That but is some interesting... These fools have been using that, le that piece of legislation to insert themselves into the conversation on every technology since radio through television into cable television things that they really have no business overseeing as the federal communications commission the fcc was founded because broadcasters radio broadcasters back in the day were using the public airwaves something that was a public good and was a, a finite resource that had to be managed so that anybody could have any value for it so as representatives of the people, the executive branch enacted the FCC to go out and police that and make sure that nobody was doing bad things. Pirates weren't filling the broadcast spectrum with noise, making legitimate uses, military uses, public safety needs, making those irrelevant. So there was a legitimate need for an organization like the FCC. Then cable television came along where there was no broadcasting being done whatsoever and every communication was going through privately owned copper cables run through the ground. Yes. But they did find a backdoor. And that's why you have well, the, that's why you have the FCC regulating what can be put on the air and what can be said on on cable television that never goes into the public airspace. And the the problem was this this darn internet came along and it wasn't that and everything was moving to the internet and and the FCC was just going to be irrelevant if, if all well, the media went to the not to interrupt, but this is really kind of important for things like Show Tech Show. And yep. we are now under the new laws when when the new laws are written. Right now, all they've done is given permission for the FCC to write laws for, uh, that we have to adhere to. But even Show Tech Show will change. Uh, there will be no more swearing on uh, on anything that's streamed unless there's the the... Nice little MA over in the upper right-hand corner. Um, Does that include on internet streams? See, I, I do believe that's where it's going to... Yeah, that's what this is set up for, is is so that the FCC can regulate just yeah. the same the as they do on the broadcast. The is we're going to keep the, cable, the big bad cable monopolies from abusing your rights. What's really happening here is now the federal government can control all media just the way they want it. Uh, I, for one, am not going to I'm all about becoming Russia. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a great deal, right? Now, I, I, I they mean, get free bread. Putin's my man. As long as we're allowed to, we will broadcast on the air and and do whatever we want. Denying I will their say right my fuck damn us. shit whenever I want until <laughs> they go. start finding me. George Carlin would be proud. Yeah, we're. I'm going to resist that. I mean, I'm nobody, but uh, I, I think it's important that as, as long as the media exists, there needs to be somebody who can speak truth to power unfettered by regulation. There needs, and especially since this Apple isn't product. being pushed over. Yeah. There you go. We love Apple. I do. I really feel like we're going off the rails with this one, but anyway, we, we are. But I think it's, I think it's important. I think this, this is one of the most. 
important subjects that you've brought up over the past three weeks because of the fact that it will directly affect us. And, and it will directly affect anyone else it will who say, comes up with an idea for a show or, or something like that. Now, it's going to protect us from the Time Warner Cables who have uh, uh, direct ownership of the Irving Las Colinas area. You cannot get yep. anything but Time Warner Cable or AT&T in that area. And it's going to stop that from happening. And also, but, like the apartment complexes where they only have O charter and whatever. I mean, well, just the, name dropping, but yeah, the, can, it, these apartment complexes choice. are taking money from Time Warner Cable or Comcast to not put other things in, and that it's going to stop that. It's going to open AT and T up to being able to go into my apartment complex. And, it could. Uh, the that's and that's the issue. We've railed on the government side of this enough. Now let's go. Let's be complainers about the corporate side of that, and that's really. What the move this week moved to change is uh, the fact that we have de facto monopolies in much of the country right now. You just simply don't have a choice. That's what the beauty of capitalism is. The uh, free market usually determines... Hold on, you, you say the beauty of capital... Yeah, 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 God, here we go. Well, it's almost coming like... It's, Not a capitalist, it's, it's really. To be, it's turning to be... I'm, Reg regulated, where we can basically, you know, like how electricity is regulated, um, we can watch you know we can do our own um what was choose our own electricity company you know and that's I, I can go to anywhere i want to and choose who i want to do electricity i would like that option to be with internet i don't like to go to my apartment complex and have you only have two choices i'm not happy with my two choices i want to have the person that i've had successful business with so, know, so let me ask you a question okay what was the last big monopoly that the united states government dissolved uh, that'd be the big uh, telephone system. Telephone right? system. Ma Bell. Ma Bell yeah. was the last company, large company, that was monopolizing uh, uh, to be dismantled by the U.S. government. Now, look at Time Warner Cable. Time Warner Cable is over 400 times larger and making over $400 billion a year doing what they do by monopolizing the media and internet. Well, now to be fair, I don't think that the decision this week to change their classification directly addresses that. There's no, no guarantee that that's going to change. No, and that, that may not change. For there to be change in America, you have to change the way that we think. And that takes me back to, we have tons of monopolies in America. There are tons of them. ExxonMobil owns almost 80% of the refineries in America. So, well, yeah, I see what you're saying there. Just because... We, uh, as, we as a government don't, don't try to fix that. This is the first step in, in trying to fix them. That's, I guess that's my secret fear to this whole evolution is that we aren't really going to see anything to break up the monopolies because this decision doesn't really do that. All it does is... Uh, insert some ability to have some say in how these people manage their networks, but it doesn't do anything to break up the monopolies. It doesn't do anything to give you more choice. Next week, I'm not going to have another provider I can choose to bring internet service to this facility. So that doesn't really So if you guys are only getting this show like every five minutes, please call AT&T. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've already demonstrated mm. that's fruitless. But... 
I don't know. I, I guess I'll I'll stop. I'll end this, but I don't want to go on this show this topic forever. But I'll I'll end this by saying, where once we had corporate profit profiteering, uh, leading the way to internet development in this country. Now we have uh, government regulation leading the way. So although the the technological networking capabilities may be there, now that freedom of content that you might put over that technology is in question. I think so, you really need to sit back and, and think about what you just said there um, uh, because the internet was brought to us by Al Gore. So <laughs> That's this, true. Can't be all bad. This, I mean, this, the government this has been a government that. thing from the beginning. That's well, true. It started from the government with the army. Um, Al Gore. Well, yeah, but with them communicating. Al Gore. Al Gore. Internet. Yeah, they were talking Al Gore. <laughs> Next. Next. All right. Next. Fair enough. Wah, 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 wah. Never talk politics with technicians. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I really, there's so much I could say about this, but I'm, I've had so much little, or so little sleep today, and I just... Uh, he knows I, just not to mess with me today. Oh, I just, it's bad for him. Um, so the dress, <laughs> talk about that. Have you, has anybody seen that on their Facebook feed? It was kind of obscure there. You might have had to dig a little bit All right, to see um, about this. First off, I don't want to talk about the dress. I'm, I want you to talk about it specifically. Damn you, bastard. That's the reason I brought it up. Jordan, see if you can bring this up on the screen while we're talking about it. But everybody knows the story behind this. Oh, well, there it is behind us. Uh, <laughs> this particular image came out, depending on your, I still see it as white and gold. I, see blue, I see blue and black. Right now, currently, right now, that's hilarious. We're looking at this across multiple screens and multiple different lighting situations. Same picture, and I see blue and black. But this is all just a uh, peculiar twerk of uh, optical science that uh, different people will see different things. Yes, it's a, it's an optical illusion. Uh, technically, I suppose this dress is supposed to be blue and black, which is stupid. It is. Uh, it is I, white and gold. All right. Blue yeah. So everyone knows it's white and gold. Well, at least the video director sees it right. So that's Thank one you. thing going for you tonight, Jordan. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Scott, I wanted to talk about this in terms of uh, visual science. How, as a lighting director, what does that do to you, thinking that you know, you're doing your best to light a show, to pick out all the particular... Uh, color gamut, and uh, there's going to be a percentage of your audience who just might not see the same thing your eyes see. Mm -hmm. And it happens all the time. Does it really? It okay. really does, because everyone's eyes are different. Um, you got people that are colorblind, you got people that are not. This right here, this picture that I'm looking at, if you notice, the backlight is 100 times higher transmission than the front light. Uh, that's what's causing it to, to blue out on the front. Any technician should know this because this is this is the normal thing of what happens Who when you when, when you beef fired. up beef up the backlight. Guess what? Everything in front of it's going to turn the other colors of the spectrum light. That's not actually white light, people. That's every color in the spectrum. The white is every color in the spectrum. The blue is the removal of colors, and because of the high content of white behind, you're taking the reds and the infrareds out. Hmm. There you go. I've so, done my part. <laughs> That's not, I just thought that was fascinating. Not, I mean, obviously I'm doing a little bit of link baiting here by talking about the dress in our show, but I mean, uh, that's. I just find, found that amazing. I thought this was such a scam when I, I was like, well, I, I thought just, it was the silliest thing like, in the world, but then I stupid. sat back and I was like, 
I do this for a living. I, I look at things, to, you know, I look at things in red, blue, and green where everyone else looks at it in red, blue, and yellow. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing is, uh, who, who can you trust? I guess the answer is no one's right. So I'll say next. Black. Oh crap! It's this black. Is the director. Mm. Black. Next. I saw black. I saw blue and black. I don't black. Know what about. Black. Uh, so the last thing I guess I've got lined up are That's it? Uh, some, already. Yeah, for next. What the hell? Oh, we're like an wow. hour in, and we've only done the news. So uh, I saw some funny digital Holy signage shit. fails on the internet today, and I thought Jordan could maybe bring up some pictures yeah. of those as we're chatting. Uh, but these are hilarious to me because there's some great examples of uh, big big show signs. Obviously running on Windows XP and crashing. And I thought we'd be able to talk about this from such a high horse tonight, but apparently we're not above <laughs> computer crashes ourselves here at the Lone Star Webcast Network. Uh, so I thought that was kind of fun to see some of these uh, That is the infamous blue screen. The blue, the blue screen, screen of, of death. death. And you don't know how terrifying that is until 40 million fans are watching it with you. <laughs> so uh, just some neat pictures from around the country of, uh, oops. <laughs> I love it. I've actually it. had experience with something like this where I go up to a test screen to check in for like a flight. And oh, really? It just Bloop, bloop. Blue screen. Oh, everybody flies free. Is that what that means? No, that's just a fake one. That's yeah. kind of funny. Dude. This is well, just a science. You know, have you heard of like sometimes you can hack into these science? They have built-in Wi-Fi. Yes. And yeah. you can go in there and change whatever text you want to want it to be. Yeah, my buddy Kyle, one of the hosts from uh, You Can't Breathe That on Television, he was a uh, construction worker, and uh, yeah, he he obviously has no trouble getting around uh, did or uh, their uh, LED board security that's protocols. Classic. Yeah, aren't these just great? These are just that's, like that's little, in the. Uh, that's in the convention center so in this, Seattle. This is what the sign should be, and then this is what it Or not Seattle, but uh, happens. Wah, Toronto. Wah, wah. Gosh. I like the one that was the, uh, I think it was from the Super Bowl. It had the uh, the edge signs around the edge of the, the uh, sky boxes. <laughs> the windows did not shut down properly. You oh, can attempt to repair. There it is, yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, that's at uh, Cowboys Stadium. Yeah, that's gorgeous. That was Super Bowl. Or, no, it was... Uh, was it Super Bowl or was it at Cowboy Stadium? This, this is at Cowboy Stadium. Maybe it was both, but that's hilarious. Anyway, you can bring it back to the camera. I just wanted to kind of riff on that a little bit. That was kind of funny. No matter how much you have your stuff dialed in, the technology will screw you, folks. Still so just will. buyer beware. All right, that's all I've got for this uh, this next segment. Um, up next, Apple. we're going to talk about uh, we're going to go to the new job board segment. I hope you guys enjoy this. It's something I think is going to be interesting for all of you out there. Uh, but first, we've got a little commercial break we're going to dip to, and we'll be right back after that. Give your brand a new life, streaming to your target audience in the new media. Find unprecedented low rates and powerful longevity from unlimited views on demand. Genuine, cost-effective, and revolutionary. Advertise with The Lone Star and take your brand into the 21st century. To learn more, contact AdSales at FrontierTelevision.com for a free professional consultation. All right. Scott, where'd you go? Jordan, what'd you do? <laughs> he disappeared. All right. My co-host is on a pee break, apparently. <laughs> so pro. Red so pro. Uh, but this is a new segment we wanted to bring to the show for all of you show techs out there and you freelancers who might be able to find some value of this. This is a, our survey around the industry of what is on the job board this week. What? The job board this week. Yeah. This week. Get it. Get it. The job board. There it is. Uh, 
All right. your wife a second ago. Oh, goodness. Is she all right? Yeah, she's doing like She says she's going to kill you. I think we're making her mad tonight. No, you did. Okay. Well, she's in there mopping the floor for some reason. All right. Well, I got a background beat going. First up on the job board review this week, we've got Mandy.com is advertising a South by Southwest camera op uh, position for a company known as What's Trending. They're paying $300 per day for a five-day gig down in Austin for South by Southwest this year. Uh, they're asking Austin, Texas locals only to apply at whatstrending.com. The uh, job hiring manager is Mike Duman. Mike, D-U-M-I-N. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Thank you, Mike. Mandy.com has got that listing. Production Hub is listing a production, uh, is listing a uh, part-time technical director for Maslow Media Group here in Dallas. Where? Ma uh, in Dallas, Dallas, Texas, folks. Uh, they're looking for a director experience with TriCasters and 4A Hanabi switchers. TriCasters are I know really, how to tri TriCasters are really great switchers. They're really, it, they're a little expensive up front, but they're yeah. awesome. They're not as good as my awesome Crashaholic Wirecast yeah. switcher, are they? It's, it's fine. I've seen, I've seen big, you know, big production companies. So Jordan's going to be applying at Production Hub for the part-time TD at Maslow Media mm -hmm. here in Dallas. <laughs> Also on Production Hub this week, this is a cool one, Escape the Room. This is in Houston. Have you guys heard of this company? Nope. This is an interactive experience that uh, basically puts willing participants into a, uh, a Saw-like experience where they have to figure, it's not really that bad. Not really, I don't think it's really horror it's driven. Not. But they're trying, it's like a game where you try to figure out how to get out of the space. It's interactive. It's very, uh, it's a very new kind of entertainment thing. But they're looking for a set designer. They're hiring a lead set designer. The pay is 48000 a year. If you're looking for a gig on that line. That's work. not that bad. That's it's not bad, but you have to build the sets yourself. So. And maintain them. Yeah, it's not an easy gig, but it sounds like a cool one for sure on ProductionHub.com. So it becomes a full-time gig, so if you don't want to make any more money than that, go for it. But <laughs> if you want to make more money... Come work won't. for the Showtech show, right, Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jordan gets paid a lot of money for this. I'm surprised Lone Star Channel's not listed there because you're going to be out of a Lone job Star, here Lone if Star, your wife kills you. See. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking for new hosts on the Showtech show. Uh, Dice.com has a listing for an AV tech for tech systems in Plano, Texas, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth metro area. Uh, they'll basically be responsible for end-user support and maintenance. That's a promising position, not unlike what I'm doing now. Uh, go check that out on Dice. And Indeed.com. Texas A&M University is searching for a tech manager at Reed Arena, if you can believe it. The newly renovated football stadium for the fighting Texas Aggies. They need somebody who can oversee lighting and audio and all the sorts of mass production necessary for Texas A&M University and their sporting events and special events. You can check that out on Indeed.com. And that's our job board for this week. Look forward to that segment every week here on the Lone Star Webcast Network and the Show Tech Show. Uh, up next, I want to talk about our friend Harvin Pham. He came on with us last week talking about his show pitch that he's doing. This is uh, his travels around uh, East Texas, talking to different folks from different strokes and <laughs> learning how to do some interesting things in the uh, self-reliance thread that's kind of core to our network mission here. Uh, you can check out his GoFundMe at GoFundMe.com slash HDP videos. HDP videos. I'm an idiot. Anyway, wanted to throw that little plug out for him. He's a good dude, and I think this has got some He's uh, not a good legs. dude. 
Oh, he's kind of evil. Read I'm hearing. That. I've got here in my earpiece, Scott, my co-producer, is telling me Scott uh, Harvin is evil. Uh, still should be some good content, though. So throw some cash his way, and let's see if we can make this happen, people. Grassroots. All the way. You guys ready for our main topic tonight? Sure. Are you literally texting on your phone right now? I am. I'm texting <laughs> Harvin. He's, he's, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but we're actually doing an internet television show that he's watching right now. So yes. if you wanted to communicate with Harvin, you could pretty much just say it. I, I... Wait. <laughs> just did. Yeah, don't, don't say that. Okay. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, Jordan, you're the best laugh track in the world, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that bumper ready for our main topic? It's rolling right now. Getting paid. <laughs> We're so off the rails tonight. So off the rails. It's going so to be <laughs> It is. So if you people want to know what we're laughing at, go to FrontierTelevision.com. Go into the chat. And click into the chat room. Chat now. you got to watch the chat room. That's where all the magic happens. The television show is really just... All two chat. of you. Wow. That's a live audience, but most of our audience is dead. Yeah. Getting paid, folks. Let's oh. talk about some best practices for getting some cashola into your pockets, whether you're a freelancer or a part-timer or a uh, full-time staffer. What? what? Um, so, Jordan? I guess yeah, I'll talk. start <laughs> off with this real quick. <laughs> and, um, there I am. There he is. Did that cut or dissolve? It cut. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Because he doesn't like dissolves. I know. Mr. Lower Third. It's sometimes like really Why don't you just dissolves. do your job? Okay there, Scott. Thanks, <laughs> so, Scott. Back to you. Thank you, Scott. Back to you. <laughs> right here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, I've had a, you know, really easy instance of getting paid. Um, the biggest thing is getting paid within a certain amount of time. Um, you know, when you do a freelance job and you say okay pay me within 30 or 60 days but then they don't pay you and they're like well we're just waiting for the money to come in we're just waiting for the money and it's like well i need the money so i can pay bills you know i got to put food on my table bills and stuff like that so i mean uh you like my hand <laughs> so i think and, and you know it's usually an invoice i send i just go to microsoft word and just type up an invoice and do it that way um I found a nice client, this uh, app that I can use on my phone, and it's called Toggle. Toggle. And it's really simple to use. And you, you can actually, if you pay for it, I think it's like $5 a month, you can do it uh, as you can do billable from your phone or from the web and stuff like that. It, it tracks all your hours, it tracks everything for years. So I can look back two years ago and say, oh, I worked this date. And I build y'all on this date, and it's you know a cloud based, so you're you're basically all your hours are stored up on a cloud, but I have access it with it my phone. I just hit the start button when I start clocking in, and then hit stop when I clock out. Huh, that's interesting. I was going to ask about the interface the, on that. Yeah, Something it's really pretty. Light. It's pretty simple. I use it quite a bit on my stuff. I have different projects and different clients, so I can have a different client. You know, um, have numerous clients and numerous projects assigned to those clients. So it's pretty simple to use. I enjoy it just for to keep track of time because I would like to know how much time I do spend on a certain project for for me and for the clients. Like, hey, I spent thirty hours 
editing, you know, this video for you. Um, and I did 20 hours filming it or something like that. You know, it's, yeah, no, that's that, absolutely, that way it's it can help you out huge. a little bit. And they could see, okay, so you really spend 30 hours here. And it's like, it helps out when you clock in and clock out because sometimes they, they'll get a question like, well, did you really do this work? And you're like, I clocked in. It's like employers like to see when people clock in. They really do. Out. That's something I've never really wrapped my head around, but the whole hourly tracking thing, that's very huge in industry. And especially if you're a post-production editor, I can very much see that being something that clients need to see. Even, um, if, it, even if you're getting a day rate, say you're, yeah. you're doing day rate 10 hours, I still would like to show them I did do work. Like I did work this many hours for you and stuff like that. Even though like most of freelance jobs that we do around here, it's a day rate of 10 hours, 12 hours, eight hours or half day rates, stuff like that. But it really helps out to show them hours for it. So toggle that's available on the iPhone. I'm assuming uh, iPhone and Android. Oh my and goodness. Harvin. It, yeah. Harvin Are you listening? There, you can get it. And so can Richard. And it's, it, 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 it's, it's T O G G L. Um, that's, you know, not T O G G L E T O G G L. Pretty. But if you search for it, I'm sure you'd find yeah. it. Now I use QuickBooks Pro for all all of mine. Oh, cue the fancy pants music. It's not mm -hmm. fancy pants, but I have I have online. I've got my whole thing up in the cloud, so whenever I do do hours, I just log it in on my iPhone. You said do. I said do do. That's cool. So yeah, that's a good way but to do QuickBooks will do logging. the same thing. I didn't realize yeah. that, that QuickBooks is a good tool for that too. I guess the point here is you need to have some kind of tools. If you're going to do this professionally, you can pencil whip it and you can write your own invoices and you can do everything all uh, off the cuff, but you're going to have much better results if you have some sort of system, if you have some sort of uh, accountability. Employers like to see that, especially employers with actual money. Pro tip. Um, so like... For you, when, when do y'all use the invoice? We're, you know, that's another chapter to talk about invoicing. Do you wait a couple days to invoice? Do you like when you get home done with a project? Do you invoice right there so that it's fresh on your mind that you're set to you know? Because I sometimes I have issues invoicing. Like I'll forget. I'll, sure. I get so busy and I'll forget about it and then I forget to invoice clients. Yeah, and that and can then kill I'm you as a freelancer. It, 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 it is does. Forgetting the, forgetting and the, the issue that happens is he's like, oh. I'm, forgot to invoice them, it's 30 days, 60 days ago, it's like, what are they going well, to do? Well, not just that, if, if they get used to you not invoicing them for 10, yeah. 20, 30 days, then they think that they've got 60, 80 days. Yeah, your net 30 just became a net 90, yeah. folks, and you're going to be sitting, you're basically going to be financing somebody else's production. I mean, we all know somebody who, no has, bueno. who is very good at, at taking an invoice and and two months Putting later going, oh, you mean I didn't pay you for that? Uh, well, we I'm got not a even, show I, next week. Yeah. I'll give you some money if you come do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even talking about basically the client, you know, procrastinating I, on pay. I'm I invoice about, nightly. I go yeah. home, I hit the button, it invoices. And that's the nice thing about QuickBooks is that I can do my hours while I'm at the venue. I can set my hours up, boom, as I'm leaving the venue, I'm clocking out on my phone. It's chewing on it at the computer back at the office. I just go in the office and press send. So also we're talking, we can talk about different subjects about credit card billing, um, charging the client with a credit card. You know, there's different types of apps. Does anyone um, else have a merchant account? Or am I the only one? No, that's why I wanted you to talk about your uh, your merchant experiences. With a square reader and stuff like that, you can get that. Do you uh, have that on your iPhone, or is that how you rock? I, I actually use Intuit uh, with the with QuickBooks Pro. Uh, I swipe. They take 2.3% uh, 
off the top. We should probably say QuickBooks Pro, not a sponsor, needs no. to be. Clearly. No, I, I, I only talk about the Intuit network because it's great for a small business or it's great for, for you guys that are freelancers uh, because they don't charge a lot. You don't have to pay money to have the service, but it becomes quite easy. That's nice. That's very sustainable. So if you're doing infrequent jobs, or if you're a couple months between jobs, jobs, you're not paying for unused service. It's, it's, they take a piece of the payment, but not. Say you have get a, a client thing. that you you don't trust anymore, you can actually swipe the credit card before nice. before going through, and it's it's a uh, it'll save it'll save you in the long run. It's cheaper to go that route than getting the merchant account. I had the mer merchant account for the past two years. And I finally dumped it. Uh, $14 a month gets okay. expensive. Um, granted, I got all of the money that I was charging, but I was paying $14 a month for it. So, yeah, it's yeah, something. It's, the name of the game is all about minimizing those overhead expenses. And so, if you can get rid of that and use one of these that new that digital adds up products, the it does. Yeah, I mean, $14 it's 100 bucks a year. I mean. And that's really, I mean, that's where QuickBooks really got to me uh, uh, because I, I I used to do the, oh, a sheet of gel here is not going to cost me anything. A sheet of gel there, oh, five gobos isn't going to do anything. Well, Yeah, not having a system, you can really nickel and dime yourself out of a lot this, of cash if you're not paying attention to it. This so past year was the first year Idiot. that I was on QuickBooks 100%, and I ended up saving almost $7,000 in expendables. Yeah. Because now I'm actually able to track it. Yeah, how know? crazy Gap is tape. that? Yeah, so you go back and just smack a, yourself. I have a question with QuickBooks. So QuickBooks, you can basically say you can do all your purchases that mm -hmm. you made, your hours, and any expendables, expendables that you made. Yeah. Send that to the client, and then the client has a full list of everything. It's like, oh, this is yes. how many hours he spent. This is yeah. how much you know we're paying for his hours. Uh, this is how much he spent on expendables, his hotel room, his you know food and his um, purchase items. Like and what I love happen. about it is you can uh, uh, say myself as a dealer, I pay $5 a sheet of uh, gel. I charge $8 a sheet of yeah, gel. you got to. All of that is calculated in QuickBooks. Like mm -hmm. it knows that I'm paying $5. It knows that I'm making $8. It figures out my profit margin, what I have to pay in taxes on the profit, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's really the best system I found so far, especially when you get it. Why are you guys laughing? I'm just reading the chat room. They're all like, "Aha, Scott exposed the yeah. secret can, markup." Continue on, so continue on though. No, this is but you're right. No, this is this is good topic like, because I, I would be interested in QuickBooks for freelance and stuff. Um, I think it's you know. I think it's the best thing for a freelancer because you can actually plug it into where your mileage is taken into account. You can bill your client for mileage. Yep. You can bill your client for hours. You can bill your client for expendables. Harvin's saying next. Harvin, that <laughs> subject is wrong, to that wrong, subject uh, is topic, long guess, gone is, right now. This is the main topic, so you get to sit down and watch this and enjoy it, sucker. No, but this is it's very true. If you, uh, whether you use QuickBooks or another system or whatnot, the point is you need to have a system. You really need to do something uh, professional where you can line item all these things not only does it make it more convenient for your client who's paying for these services they can see exactly what they're getting they can justify it to their bosses to their finance department whoever the corporate 
uh, person is that's deciding to write that check for you, they've got a very, this is a very legitimate way of getting the bill to them. The it also helps you not miss things. Like you said, $7,000 worth of line items, that's huge. That the, could almost pay for uh, Jordan's salary for one night. The hey. other, the other thing that the whoa. Hey. Well, we don't, you know, we don't check around here at the Lone Star. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. The other thing that I loved about it was uh, uh, the fact that I deal a, a lot with not-for-profit units, uh, companies. Okay. Uh, call them units. Here on units, the show. whatever you want to call. <laughs> you can log them in as not-for-profits and. When it comes time to, to do, tax them yeah, and, yeah. Well, and that that was the other thing that I went with QuickBooks is that it works with TurboTax. So when I do my taxes oh, at the good. end of the season, all I have to do is load my QuickBooks file from my business, mm -hmm. and it does all of my deductions. It does everything hmm. immediately. Boom. Here you go. I think it's because it's all made by the same company, like yeah. Intuit. You know, Intuit TurboTax, Intuit QuickBooks. Yeah. I mean, that makes it pretty simple for a freelancer, especially somebody that is not good at record keeping, that ke that's keeping papers and, you know, filing stuff, you know. Because yeah. I'm honestly, when I was on the road, I kept receipts in a white envelope going around, but it was a pain in the butt. It's like, a, you know, I was like, why can't I just, like, scan this and take a picture of it? And then that way it's digitally stored on the cloud and that way you don't have to worry about the hard copy paper receipt. So the QuickBooks, there's an app I assume for their uh, service so, that you, you can Android instantly and capture iOS. those things? Yeah. Yes. I've been doing that for a while. I've been using an app called uh, Cam Scanner that'll allow you to take snapshots like that and it kind of auto formats them so you just basically can take it in your lap and it will uh, crop it and, and auto fix it and everything so it's a great PDF file and you can put it it will automatically put it to your Dropbox or whatever your system is uh, that's a good little app for capturing expense receipts things like that since we're on the topic um, but yeah you guys are way ahead of me talking about all the invoicing systems and billing and everything the only thing I was going to bring up to the conversation was uh, something that you see a lot on the web now called FreshBooks it's a cloud-based service that basically does what uh, QuickBooks does but they've got uh, I think they've got some billing components where they will automatically generate uh, invoices and email them to your clients, and then they'll send out 30-day reminders. They'll kind of dog them. Are you billing me for this? Yeah, give me oh. a credit card. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll show you how easy it Look, is. Look, I've already pissed off the wife enough, but I don't think we need to give my credit card for this. I will show you how easy it is, people. You want to go stand next to the camera and show them? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, because it shows my account number. Ah, uh, want want. So, do you think? Uh, go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to talk about another subject here because it's on our other list right now. Okay. Um, Bitcoin, because that's kind of going to the new way of currency. Yeah. Anybody ever thought about taking anybody, bitcoins? Like, taking bitcoins. Anybody? Chat room. Anybody? I mean, it, it anybody? Seems like it's a new. I don't to tell what, you what, something. What can what can bitcoins be used for? I, I've, like me being buying I'm, bitcoins, apparently. What can you be used? Can you be used as currency right now? Uh, it, certain online. Like it actually Newegg, is. If you shop at newegg.com, like a computer, Newegg takes bit, they take bitcoin. bitcoin. There's a lot of people who actually do. There's actually a couple of bars in Dallas that I've been to that had the bitcoin logo in the window. At the gay bar. Yeah, gay bar. Buddy, gay let's bar. go. <laughs> I will show it to know. you. I don't know if they're more prone to take Bitcoin or not, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, that's the point. I mean, if somebody, if a merchant takes Bitcoin, then if you want to do business with that, 
merchant, and you can I make mean, Bitcoin. I, and Bitcoin's just another credit card. And basically, is the I think the the federal government's recognized them as a currency now, so they're taxable. Yeah. So there's really no there's no tax advantage to taking Bitcoin, but it's interesting if you're kind of one of those, uh, you know, hackers, buy gold, buy now kind of folks. Then uh, if you want to get off the dollar, you can do something more future oriented like Bitcoin. I don't, I really don't, I don't know enough about it to speak intelligently. I mean, you, speed either, and that's what that's I don't know the, enough about anything to speak intelligently tonight. Apparently, but uh, <laughs> I, ah, well, I don't know if it's I don't know if Bitcoin's going to. Take off, yeah, I, not I, take I, off. I don't know. I don't accept it right now because you can, I think now you can take Bitcoin through PayPal. Yes. Yeah. So if you're a PayPal customer, you could theoretically take Bitcoin as a, as a form of payment and I then know. convert I, it into dollars and have that. Yeah, but for cash, I take PayPal. <laughs> so yes, I, I I like the green, the cash, right there. For in all the of Jordan's hand. video productions and sexual misconduct, yes. he prefers cash. I prefer cash. Cash. I'll do things for cash. Well, sorry. <laughs> we're expecting that to come back out live, were you? Damn. Bump, bump. He's quick on and that. And so, yeah, we said Bitcoin. What about PayPal? Is that something anybody else is doing? You guys I, I, PayPal I've used My PayPal company deals with PayPal. Yeah. Is that popular among your clients? Or? Gosh, I, I think I get one, maybe two sales. Yeah, if you're not an online deal, if you're not doing freaking eBay, I can't imagine that's a huge thing. Well, but, and that's, it's stuff that I'm selling on eBay that I get okay. most of those people through. I yeah. mean, Anyone can Those pay. Those old Source 4 engines you're not using anymore because you convert into the LEDs? Yeah. You know, if you're not money. a viewer of the show, you should tune in last Gotta week's to make episode. your money. Yeah, so uh, I guess those are some good tips going around the board as far as, uh, let's, let's review, let's summarize. What, so it's all about uh, track your time, track your expenses, track them accurately, uh, invoice timely, cleanly, and uh, I would say tra- you know let's come back to the track, track everything. You know that's the most important thing. Track. Oh, chroma king. It's hilarious. Tra- <laughs> Oops. Track everything because you you don't know what you're gonna get money back on. You know you don't. You know in this business, it's it's your business. Your your freelancing is your business, and you want to get as much money as you can, as much value as you can. So for us to come back, you know, and say, "Oh, I'm just going to let this dinner fade away," no, track that. You know, you can get tax yeah, taxes don't let back it waste on that because it will add up for sure. Scott would like to now talk about gaff tape. Gaff tape. Breaking news here on Lone Star. Go $23 ahead, Scott. Twenty-three dollars a roll. It's getting expensive. That's a good point. And I can use an entire roll on a show. You must get the money for your expendables. It is imperative anymore because things have gotten so expensive. $23 for that. For this? For that. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't taking my gaff. (laughs) Here, you can have your cheapo gaff that you like. All right, so that's enough for our... Look at that shiny-ass crap. Hey, look. Works for me. I hate that gaff. I hate shiny gaff. (laughs) I hate shiny gaff. What do you like? A theater tech? I like the matte finish. The matte finish. So what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, That's all I had, but I did want to talk about your mugs again, Scott. Tell us about Dave's sound. He's got some nice mugs. He got some nice mugs. He's got some nice mugs. I got mugs, man. I got mugs. People... If you are looking for a gift you gotta love for your director, your set designer, your costume designer, your actor, your sound engineer, any of them, we have these gifts right 
There. Take that stuff full screen, Jordan. We don't need our mugs on the way. There we go. We don't need our mugs in front of these mugs. Whoa, I just, that was ghosty. Uh, hey, that no, that, that was for uh, Beat Me Up Scotty. That was for Live Long and Prosper. Yes. It's, it's All of it is there. And these are great opening night gifts for people. Plus, if you really like what Davis Lighting Designs great. does, we have our two t-shirts down at the bottom. The bottom of the screen, not that far down. There, there you go. go. <laughs> But yeah, these are really Websites. funny mugs. These are uh, some cute little uh, show tech quips that you might find. They're at zazzle.com slash davesound. That's D-A-V-S-N-D. It's got Davis Lighting Designs, formerly Davis Sound, apparently. Uh, but still, they hold up. Cool shirts. These yeah, good. I, they're good shirts. It's like roadie like shirts. I mean, I like getting roadie shirts, so it's, it's cool. Yeah, man, it's really sad that roadie rags went away. So Scott's yeah, the last bastion of hope for all you people who don't need... Uh, but we should decide. Hell. Yeah, my wife keeps walking by the door, and I'm just terrified. <laughs> terrified. <laughs> so let's wrap up tonight's uh, talking points. Are you sure you want to do that? Because if you go to bed, you may not come back. <laughs> this guy knows. I've been married 15 years. So tonight know. on the Show Tech Show, we're talking about getting paid. and Not uh, getting laid. Getting, getting paid. 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 Clearly not pay. getting laid. Clearly. Because none of us are. No. Well, my wife's pretty mad. Jordan, it's your birthday, but sorry, bro. And Scott, <laughs> that shirt's not helping anybody. <laughs> so it's keying out for the love of God. Dude, dude, so you're, you are just so digging a hole. Oh. My, my producer has some notes for me. Come on in, Sheena. Oh, come on. There's oh, nobody come watching. on, come on Sheena. In. It's all right. Nobody can see this. It's the internet. It doesn't matter. Yeah, nobody there's, there's watches nobody us. Watching. Come yeah. on. <laughs> it's, it's us and Harvin. Possibly a YouTube audience of millions. Come on in. Come on in. No, come. Here, I'll get the note okay. for you. All right. So we're talking about getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to find an edit Thank point you. here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That has a lot to do with Show Tech Show. It says, I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. He sleeps uh, on the couch every night. Yeah. I'm with, lazy. With, the, the dog with the dog, Bella. With the dog, Bella. No way. She can have the cage. Did you clean up those paw, paw tracks you left in there? <laughs> Did you clean up the paw tracks? Why would you we look were, at we her? Were, we were going to clean it. We were gonna oh, clean my it gosh. Because we let the dog You're the out. You're the one that let the dog in. Who well, let the dogs out? She's the one who the dog in the first place. Oh, this is going to be a good night. <laughs> Scams. So if you want to watch later on this evening, we'll have the after hours video up. It should be good. Oh, really? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I saw her face as she walked away. <laughs> it's, you are so in the doghouse, right, so my let's friend. Let's enjoy this final segment on the Surtech Show, and I do mean final. We're talking about Not when you're getting. What, what are some scams you need to watch out for? Not Apple products. Apple products. <laughs> oh God. Yes, this, the, new, the newest uh, microbrew from Apple is not uh, what Steve Jobs <laughs> would have wanted. I don't know. I, I, I think the scams are when they under want to underpay you. You know, they're just like talk about some ways of being underpaid because well, nobody's going to sign up for a job that they're being underpaid for. So. There's yeah, got to be some disclosure no, there, problems. There is, there. though, because I think that um, you're getting more a lot of college students out. I, mean, I hate to say, I hate to brand college students. People that are not, like green, I'll, I'll call it greenhorns. You know, they're very new to this business. And they're like, 
they might a, a client might come and say, "Oh, we'll pay you two hundred fifty dollars a day," you know. And you're like, "Oh, two hundred fifty dollars a day—that's pretty good." It's hookup money compared to like what, like I would charge like five hundred a day, and I was like, "And you're putting us out of business almost." And that's you know, uh, for a camera op and for like a, for Scott for lighting and stuff like that. Who you know, they'll charge eight hundred well, dollars a day, but then you'll get somebody like. Well, I can do that for $150 a day, thinking that's a great deal. And it's like, you know, you're hurting the industry. Mm. Anymore, um, they just hire their teenage son who doesn't know what the hell he's doing. The, uh, I, I've always questioned the hurting the industry argument. I, uh, I think that we've got, as artists, we've got to be more robust than that, to worry about people coming in and underbidding us. Like, I, for one, have never uh, competed on price. That's been my go-to. Is like, somebody can underbid me all day long. And you know what? You can have them, because they're not going to be me, and I'm okay with that. I, I just I have I have a problem with admonishing people for coming in lower, because there's always going to be somebody who does it. Either they're too stupid to realize they could make better money, or they know they're going to screw the client, and the way they get the job is by charging less. I have I, that. I think we just let the market bear that out, because it's never going to work out well for people if they if they pay too little for what the service is worth. I have that big huge saying never it's a huge saying never well never give in never give in uh, keep your standards keep your standards keep your quality uh yeah i charge the price that i charge because that's what i'm worth yeah uh, if you want the best come hire the best if you don't there's other guys out there cheaper than me there's yeah. guys cheaper than you cheaper than him yeah there's probably not guys cheaper than me because i'm not that great but yeah, well, we, but, well, we, we kind of figured that out I tonight. I think that's what I'm saying. It's just is at all points, just charge what you're worth, and there's always going to be somebody. You want there to be somebody who sucks more than you, so that they charge less. But you want the client who chooses them to to see the value of oh, that wasn't that great. Next time, I'm going to spend a little bit more. And then when somebody does choose you, because you're at that right price point, whatever that right price point is, kick ass. Like many, go out and do a great job, and then they'll be like, yeah, that was perfect. It was a good value for what I paid. How many and, shows have we done together where, where one of us has stood up for keeping the quality? Yeah. Uh, and, and for some of us, you know, it, it costs me jobs. It's cost, well, he sucks up to everyone. It's cost you jobs. I don't really consider those jobs that it's cost me, though. Just, uh, I mean, I, I'm a very, I guess I take a very Jewish stance about it all. It's like, I always consider myself to be self-employed. I mean, the minute that Harvin and I left the, the, the one show that we were all doing together, did the quality of the lighting go down? Yes. Of course. Did the quality of the product go down? Yes. Yeah. Was the client happy with that? Probably not as. Mm. I don't no. think they were getting a big pay cut for that either. I, and, and that's <laughs> we're no well, you know, and, and once again, we're dealing we're dealing with what I call third party jobs because the client didn't actually hire us; they right. hired somebody when else, and we were brought It's in. a different uh, yeah. situation altogether. Um, it's it's to this day, Johnny High's daughter calls me up and asks me about oh. coming back. Um, Does she? I think. I think these are important things, though, that, that if, you, if you build on the quality and you live by quality, yeah, people will recognize that and they'll, they'll move forward with you. There, 
I, I'm working full time now for a company, and I'm I'm still at the point now where they will tell me to do something like we can't afford to do this show, but I want you to do it. I will tell my bosses no, mm-hmm. full well knowing that I'm probably going to get fired if I do that too much. But because I don't want to ever take my personal career to a point where I'm putting out a subpar product, I don't want to put my name on something that's uh, that's bad. And ultimately, I know my client doesn't want that, whether or not their finance department realizes it. But I mean, uh, and quick sidebar, the uh, $23 a roll gaff tape, that was uh, good enough to cover up yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> God, oh. that sounds like... That's a great bore. Go on. Ah, oh, cool and refreshing. Red's oh apple ale. Well, we just I branded. Mean, dude, it's just apple. Not Red's apple. <laughs> we just branded. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to say that. Hey, thank you. Um, I'm willing to say that I'm willing not to settle or to lower my standards to make a few extra hundred dollars. It's not my I, job to lower my standards. No, it's your job just to be it's you. It's my job to it. be me. If if the guy that I'm working for has sold these people on being dirt cheap, and that's fine, well, and good. As long as you're paying me my money, you know that you're going to get the same quality that I give everyone. Yeah. Uh, you get hired on quality. You never get hired on price. No matter... I don't know. I, I you'll, you'll never get hired because you're cheaper than somebody else. <coughs> That's probably not accurate. You will get hired once. Yeah. <laughs> but that is, that is no way to make a living. Unless so, you're the owner's son. And, then you've got it and then pretty I would freaking say, easy, don't you, buddy? And we're also leading up to scams to avoid on getting paid. I would say this is not to invest money into the client when he promises a return. Yeah, yeah it, don't go it, too it, deep it, out very, of pocket. Yeah, don't, no. don't say, hey... You know, spend the money on hotel rooms, the whole trip, and everything, and I'll reimburse you back. You know, say, hey, yes, you're, that's a dangerous you're, one. You hey, got to. go ahead and buy those five moving lights, and we'll we'll reimburse you for it. When you? no, no, you you make yep. you set your guidelines. You set your guidelines, saying, hey, you can have me, but you gotta have you pay for my hotel, you pay for my food, you do a per diem per day. That's coming out of your pocket. I'm not gonna submit all the stuff reimbursed back to you, and hopefully that you'll get it back in return and most of the scammers the minute that they hear the word per diem they walk away <laughs> they do oh, because yeah, they know that they they know that that's that's untaxable money that does not have to be accounted for and now you're not, you're mainly talking about working as subcontractors in that situation right not well necessarily not necessarily because they're like when i was with megas productions i was a full-time employee and i still received per diem so no. no, it's not the okay. same thing. I guess it's true. Yeah, you're working directly for them. So. Yeah. yeah. It's, anytime you're traveling, per diem seems to be a fact that comes in. Uh, and per diem's a great thing for, for those of us that travel. But For sure. Yep. You also have to remember that when we're out traveling, it's a different world. Mm-hmm. Well, now some situations you, uh, you might get the per diem built in, and some situations you might not. So your rate's got to be higher to accommodate that, obviously. Yeah. I mean... Definitely, definitely. Uh, but then you kind of get into the situation of financing your own travel and lodging and stuff like that. That's dicey. And that's stuff that uh, that's so you stuff might that you require all... a deposit or something like that if this is going to be a big well, ticket to get your <coughs> your bot. It started a, the 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 one person that we've traveled with had to pay fifty percent up front with me. 
because yeah. uh, it got to the point of he never paid. I mean, he just never paid. <laughs> I would go and do two shows, he'd pay just fine, and then the third show would come along, and five months later, I'm calling an attorney to have to have a, yeah, uh, a lien put on him. And that's no good. You probably, once you get into a combative situation like that with a client, they're blacklisted. You don't want yeah. to put yourself in that situation Ex again, even if they had the best of intentions and all the excuses in the world. You just can't, as a professional. The second legal incident with him ended all relationships between us. And and that was fine with me, but in the end, that's so you, what you gotta you watch gave out. Him like Don't. a two strikes kind of thing. Yeah, I was I was nice enough to go back because one of his or one of my friends talked me into it's, it's going good. back. I don't know who that was. It's good not having clients like that. You know, it's good to let things yeah, go because Shit. it's yeah. It's good not having clients like that. Like when clients are basically pulling your hair out Coming and then you're getting stressed out. You're getting gray haired <laughs> and stuff like that. Then Fredericksburg was nice. I don't know if it's safe. I don't know. I, I would have done that one for free. <laughs> hey, Fredericksburg was almost worth it being oh, free. That was the best side of some people's lives. <laughs> well, you, let's. Uh, you got to see how clean the toilets were at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> I was very proud of you for that. Thank blurry. you for inspecting Don't those before I that. went and sat down. Fredericksburg will come up on every show. We pledge yes, that to will. you as host of the Showtech show. Uh, Please go to the Red Baron yes. in Fredericksburg. That is a sponsor we could use. That is yes. a sponsor we could do every week. <laughs> Thank you, Red Baron, for getting us back to our hotel. All right, Jordan, go ahead and start playing us out, and uh, we'll tee up next week's show. But uh, absolutely, that's a... Uh, oh, we should get Red Baron to be on our, we really our sponsor list. That'd be hilarious. We should, <laughs> we do, should go down there We should do a, a live remote. We should do a remote. Oh, I would so do that. <laughs> Let's right. do it. Coming soon to the Showtech Show, we're coming to you live from Fredericksburg at the Red, Red Baron, Baron Country Car. Bumpkin Bar. Yes. Jager shots are apparently way too affordable let me, for Showtechs. Let me get a weekend off, and guess what? We will head down there. Uh, we'll take the kids with us and, and a babysitter and... There you go. And rock it out so that Sheena can have a weekend off. How's that sound? Man, start? she'd go for that full shizzle. Uh, join us next week on the Showtech Show. We're going to be talking about copyright and how it applies to artists and producers. And what. Uh, and I have a full segment on how designers need to be protecting mm. themselves with copyright. Damn. <laughs> anyway, yeah, join us next week. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. We'll see you next week on the Showtech Show. Thanks for watching us once again. Bye-bye, guys. That was a very informative show that we just had from the episode three of a Showtech show talking about how we get paid. Well, I think uh, since then I've started using QuickBooks. Thanks, Scott, for getting me addicted to that. It has become very helpful using it for my mileage, my tracking of invoices, 
tracking of, of transactions. It's a really good software. And I'm not sponsored by QuickBooks. I just use it all the time. But I've been having a great time with these flashback shows of the Showtech show. And I really want to bring this group back together and do a reunion show. So let's see if this can happen. It'd be really great to have. It'd be fun. So anyways, stay tuned next week for another great episode of the Wandering Freelancer Podcast. See you then.